your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. That's a little of Princess Michelle Grimes, her latest offering out on the 31st of this month. And Limerick's Michelle Grimes is with me in the studio. Good morning to you, Michelle. Good morning, Joe. And Michelle, among other things, I know you were Live 95's local winner in the Irish Music Month competition. So now you'll go forward for national consideration. It's an association with uh, Hot Press and uh, lots of independent radio stations around the country. I know it was so incredible. It's such a great um, thing, especially for independent artists. It's really important that these kind of, that recognition goes ahead, you know. So I'm absolutely so honoured and delighted. Mm. And, and did you have been Select Irish on this and other radio stations around the country as well in the past, haven't you? I know. A lot of airplay for uh, a previous song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first single, I think. That was Going, Going, Gone. Um, but things like this, as I said, are, are so important because it's all about getting yourself out there, trying to get to the next level. And it's all about radio stations, people kind of coming together and trying to get you, get your song out there, I suppose. Right, so tell me about Princess. Ooh, so this, um, it's from my EP. My debut EP is out the 31st of March. And this is kind of the lead single from it. Um, I suppose it's all about kind of taking back your power. I think I was telling you before, I was in a girl band in London for a bit. Um, horrible manager, really crazy experience where we were kind of controlled down to what, like what we said, what we ate. Like it was, a, it was a crazy, crazy thing. It made me like not want to go into the industry again. I was telling you, I dive back into my masters as education. Like, no, I'm done now with the music. But of course, the bug. Yeah, the, the bug. <laughs> um, I always had that fire. Something, you know, I knew something. I wanted something in music, and I wanted to perform my own songs. So this is me taking back control, and it's all about kind of finding, walking in your power, and finding your self-worth and keeping it with you and remembering who you are, I suppose. That's really what it's all about. Yeah. Um, and it's an EP, so what else can people expect, Michelle? There's, I have, I think it's four tracks and it's it's different for me, I think. It's still pop, a little bit more dancey and I just wanted to experiment and kind of have fun. So the songs are more important to me because it's really, I wanted to hone in on what I wanted to say and what I wanted people to kind of feel when they're listening to my, to my music and it's really empowerment, loving yourself and just I suppose remembering yourself worth really that's what it's all about. Mm. And releasing songs into the world, is it a bit nerve-wracking? Oh my god, it's wild, it's crazy. I mean you're spending all this time, all this energy, all this money, like you're like oh in the studio and then I mean it's so subjective really music isn't it? So you could put it out and all your energy and love and time is going into this project and people are like, nah, you know? But luckily that kind of hasn't been the case so far with this so I'm hoping people will love it um, yeah, when they hear it and just really mm. get behind it. And, and you know in commercial music to some extent people want to be in a genre, you know what I mean? They, mm. they want to be easily identifiable yeah. for the audience. Mm. But at the same time, there is that desire for artistic expression yeah. that you'd have, isn't there? Like, don't put me in a box, like, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like uh, that's true to me as well. I love pop, that's what I do. But again, I could have a little crossover, like some of the songs, there's a little, there's a little fusion of them. Now, I won't say too much, but... Uh, there's a little fusion in some of my songs. There's a little dance, there's a little bit of almost 
Irishy, Irishness, I don't know, could you say, in one of my songs? So I'm really excited for you to hear them all. Mm. Now, you'll be supporting great Limerick band Hermitage Green. They're yeah. live at the Castle, and it's a sold-out show in Limerick at the end of April. I know, Joe, it's so exciting. I can't believe it. It'll be the launch of my EP, and that that's it. I'll be up there at King John's Castle supporting the lads. Um, and their support's incredible. Like It's kind of unheard of for someone to be launching their EP in King John's Castle, you know, supporting such a an amazing Limerick band. So I'm absolutely thrilled, excited, nervous, all the good things. <laughs> Have you experienced a concert at King John's? I performed with Denise Chida there in the summer um, and it was absolutely incredible. So, so amazing. Like, you know, I do the Three Bridges walk. I roll with my dad, you know, up and down. And to be on the other side of it then, performing, oh, it was electric. It's it's so special because it's Limerick, you know, it's your home. Um so yeah, I was almost emotional, so I'm so excited. I mean, I think any of us as Limerick people who you know, walk into that castle around it or through it onto the grounds, you feel a connection to the history of this place, don't you? Absolutely, I really did. I was literally emotional. It was it was so incredible. And to see, like, I know lots of my family and friends there got tickets and stuff uh, for Hermitage. So I'd be so excited to see them and performing my own songs um, it's going to be incredible, like yeah. And their gigs generally are a pretty Epic. fantastic affairs, aren't yeah. they? It's going to be absolutely incredible. Literally, they're trying to like it's Riverfest too, so it's going to be an incredible weekend. And I know the show is going to be absolutely amazing. So I hope you all got tickets. Mm, that's <laughs> for sure. Um, you mentioned rowing with your dad. Oh yeah, yeah, we do. My dad's incredible rower. He's into all all the boats, <laughs> but like we live in Kuna, so. We have a little boat bed there, so we row um, in Karaks. Well, not Karaks anymore. Gangelo's really is what we'd row in. And he used to put on like competitions and stuff and, you know, kind of occasions in the Shannon. So, yeah, we often get in the boat and have a little row and it's great. Good for the elemental health and good when your mind is kind of racing and going on things. It's so nice to be on the river. Right. Yeah, we're chatting to Michelle Grimes. So what is it like looking back, being on the water and seeing it from that perspective? Because like I've walked along the river and seen others on the water, but I haven't really experienced what you've experienced. Is it amazing? It's 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 so nice. It's incredible. And again, you feel the history. You feel, I don't know what it is like. You feel almost spiritual. I don't know what it is. It's just so grounding and so amazing just to be on the river and especially in the summer nights oh it's so you'd have to come to Kuna you'd have to come out in the boat one time so good in the sunsets there in the summer it's incredible Will it inspire a song at some stage from you? Well you never know now Joe one of the songs in the EP I might mention the river I might mention mm-hmm. going for you know I, mean, I might get it a writing credit <laughs> throw, it, throw it down I'll come, I'll come up with the title maybe <laughs> um, stay with us Michelle and uh, on the line uh, we have uh, because this in Michelle's case is part two of Irish Music Month that Live 95 and so many other independent radio stations around the country are in and Michelle Grimes was the Live 95 local winner and she'll go ahead now for consideration at national level and Hot Press Magazine are involved in this too and they have released a special issue celebrating Irish artists that includes a full 16 page preview of Irish Music Month and Stuart Clark is Hot Press Deputy Editor and no stranger at all to Limerick and he is on the line uh, now as well. Good morning to you. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. We're we're busy for the right reasons. Can I just say that Michelle is a proper pop star. Great (laughs) interview, Michelle. Good vibes only last year. I think it was yours, wasn't it? That was a great single. And uh, the video was just fantastic. (laughs) Really, really entertaining. With Milan and T. 
Melanin T, who I, I would have dealt with before, she's another very talented lady. The hip-hop scene and R&B scene here is so healthy, and the pop scene as well. So it, it's really varied, Joe. What we're finding with Irish Music Month is you can't categorise it. There's all sorts of styles and ages, there's bands and solo artists, and it really focuses on the, the wealth of talent we have in this country. Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty big deal. It's year two of it, and uh, a hot press and, and independent radio stations initiative. It gives a, a lot of uh, airplay and exposure, including on social media and stations around the country and through hot press as well to Irish artists, doesn't it? Yes, 25 fine radio stations. You know, I talk to bands all the time. Spotify is great and YouTube and TikTok, but radio daytime airplay is still the king and uh, yeah we found last year that um you know radio stations were so enthusiastic and it just exposes people to, to to more music sometimes we we don't blow our trumpets enough in this country and in limerick I mean, you mentioned hermitage green i've been listening to the dylan flynn and the dead poets album we all know about denise chyla god knows and merley all three have been on the hot press cover recently uh pow pig strange boy emma langford I could go on and on and on. Um, so for one smallish city, you know, the amount of music coming out of Limerick at the moment is just phenomenal. Mm. And Stuart Clark, I mentioned you have this special edition of Hot Press out right now. Yes, we are profiling all the artists vying for a new local hero. Michelle is representing uh, Limerick. It's a bit like a, a, a rock and roll Eurovision, a proper Eurovision. <laughs> um, and there's a hundred thousand euro going to the artists. It's very important that you know artists are valued. Sometimes you know they're told, "Oh, you can play for exposure" or this kind of a thing. Coming out of, of lockdown, especially, it was a tough time for musicians and for crew. And another thing, actually, I was talking to post-punk Rog, and he's telling me about all the recording studios now in Limerick. There's three or four great spaces. So it's about the artists, it's about the recording spaces, it's about the crew, the stage managers, the lighting engineers, you name it. It's celebrating the music, but also the infrastructure uh, around that. We had the, the first um, New Local Hero last year. It was semi-social distance. This year we'll be hugging, hopefully. <laughs> and it was great. The, the camaraderie. Again, I, I can't really categorize the music. It, it was so diverse. Chameleon won it. And again, there'll be a first prize of a single on Ruby Works, who are the label who've had worldwide success with Hosier uh, and recording time in Camden Recordings, uh, quite near to here, where Ed Sheeran and Melda May. Niall Horan is a shareholder with Brezzy. He's recorded there. They've had some major, major names. You get the single, you get the recording time, a marketing campaign, and loads of coverage in Hot Press. So it's, it's a nice prize for somebody looking to, to further their career, take it up a, a, another level. Right. Now, Michelle Grimes, you're in the running for this. What would it be like <laughs> to win that top prize? Oh, my God. It's absolutely so incredible and so important like thank you so much for getting involved you were just saying there like the, to value artists it's, it's like so nice to finally get a, you know recognition of the hard work and and the struggles that you go through and all the no's and all the rejections so this is absolutely oh god am I getting emotional over here like but it's, it's, it's really <laughs> you're not massive. the only one Michelle it, it <laughs> is you know I think for me during lockdown I was just blown away a lot of artists could have crawled into the corner and said we're, we're not dealing with this but look at, say, Denise and, and God knows and Merley. They used lockdown to their advantage somehow. They weren't going to be stopped 
releasing music and doing gigs in bedrooms and making a name for themselves. Uh, and I think really for us here, we were just blown away by that that spirit that can't be crushed. Exactly. The, the guys are absolutely brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm big fans of them. Um, they're absolutely amazing. And as well, Hot Press doing the Y&E series. That was my first gig, like, and it was, he gave me that really? chance again. Yeah, so uh, it's so that- amazing. We, 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 that, that kept us sane during lockdown. There was three of us in a massive office going. And then the Department of Culture very kindly came in. Yeah. And we, we did about 300, I think, Y&E sessions. And, you know, we could have done another 300. Uh, in, in January, we published a list of, I think, 75 Irish artists you have to watch. It could have been 375, you know. I know, I know. It's, and it's coming at every angle. You, you know, years ago, we'd know who was doing what in the city. Now you're kind of going, really? You get sent a record and you're going, it's brilliant. We've not heard of this person. The video's great. You know, it, it's just, as they say, a, a wonderful time. And Irish Music Month is, is showcasing that. Yeah, and that point, Michelle, uh, that Stuart makes about diversity and that is represented through Irish Music Month because that's the reality, isn't it? Lots of artists doing different things, what you are doing and, and many others. Yeah, no, it's it's like people think of Ireland, they think of Limerick, like it's not just like singer-songwriter with a guitar. They're out, like people are absolutely smashing. I know amazing rappers. Even you were saying, like putting myself in a box, yeah, it's pop, but I have a little R&B fusion. There's a lot of things that... um People just need to see where we might be small, but we're a mighty, mighty county and there's a lot of talent here. Absolutely. Yeah. And you see that out at the Irish World Music Centre, don't you, as well? At yeah, yeah. I'm teaching, I'm teaching out in UL as well. But yeah, Trad is amazing. And, and the fusions that you see out there is so, so incredible. So, um, yeah. Uh, Stuart, um, obviously we'll all be buying hot presses on the shelves now, the edition that we're talking about just for Michelle. But there's more in it, isn't there? I think even there's a, um, a tribute to you too in there. Yes, some fellow called Edge has written an article for us. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's got a future in journalism, but he can sing as well. So he's, you know, he's got another career if that one doesn't work out. Yeah, Edge holding forth on um, the new album, which is, I, I think, really interesting to see what they've done revisiting and revitalizing their songs. And, yeah, sorry, I mean, can you just explain this to me? So Songs of Surrender by U2, it's an album of reinterpretations of their own earlier songs. Is that right? It, yeah, it's 40 songs corresponding with the chapter titles in, in Bono's book. And it's mainly a Bono and Edge pro- project. They've gone back and they've given different treatments. They've updated some of the lyrics to reflect the fact they're now in their 60s rather than 18 and 19. Um, Bono's voice is, is interesting because occasionally he doesn't hit the high notes, but there's no auto-tune. It's what I call naked and vulnerable. And kind of embracing the fact they're in their 60s and into the not the last hurrah, but they're certainly two-thirds of the way through the race, not pretending to be teenagers anymore. And some of I mean, some of the songs don't quite hit the target. Others, like the, the version of A Beautiful Day and Bad, Bad stripped down, just sounds amazing. We also get to hear Edge singing, and his voice is as good as Bono, so I'm surprised there weren't fisticuffs back in the day as to who's the singer. But it's a really interesting thing. It also dovetails with the sort of homecoming documentary, which involves Dave Letterman, which is on Disney+. And again, even if you're not a U2 fan, you're going to find that fascinating. It just really it underpins the friendship. But, you know, it's a love story. Yeah. You know, Bono and Edge and their friendship has gone on to a whole new level. And it's really very touching. So even non-U2 fans should, should check that out. Yeah, I mean, I, I could never understand, you know, whether you're a major U2 fan or not. Like, as Irish people, you have to be proud of what they have achieved, you know, on a global stage for as long as they've managed it. 
you know what they did? They opened the door and they showed people how it can be done. You didn't have to be content with being number 35 in the chart. You could be number one. You could be the biggest band in the world. And, you know, you, you had the likes of Dolores and, 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 and Noel and the lads kind of going, you know what? You know, if they can do it, et cetera, et cetera. So they, they, they put in that kind of infrastructure, that, that self-belief. And I must just mention on an occasion like this, Dolores, um, because I interview, as I say, artists every week, and there are loads of young kids making their first records because of Dolores. I was talking to Nell Meskel, you know, the other day. She's starting her music career um, related to someone famous in acting circles, apparently. And she was saying, you know, it was Dolores that made her think, God, you know, I could do this. Um, so her legacy yeah. lives on, you know, I, I, really strongly. And, and, and I mean, just to finish, Michelle, that's a great point he makes about Dolores O'Riordan mm. and inspiring so many in, in Limerick and elsewhere. Absolutely massive inspiration for all of us, you know, to do what, what she did on a global scale. Like, it's, it's massive, so inspiring. Definitely one of my inspirations for sure. Okay, well, we're going to hear a little bit more of Princess going into the break and Michelle Grimes. You can catch her on Insta and TikTok <laughs> and at Michelle Grimes. Is that two S's on Michelle Twitter? Michelle Grimes official. Oh, oh, at Michelle Grimes official. Um, <laughs> and uh, we wish you well with everything, including the EP and also uh, with your participation now in the national event, um, the uh, um, Irish Music Month uh, with stations around the country, including Live 95 and Hot Press. And Stuart Clark, who's the deputy editor of Hot Press. Always great to have you on, Stuart. Thanks so much for your time this morning. And we look Joe forward Michelle. to reading the edition. A pleasure. Cheers. Right. Thank Take you care. So Take much. care. Bye. That is Bye-bye. Stuart Clark there. Michelle Grimes, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Joe. And we'll play into the break with a little more Woo-hoo. of Princess. Your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.